Welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Once again, we're going to make a superhero from whatever the internet generates for us. Well, it'll generate a name and then we create everything. It doesn't do all the work for us as much as we'd like it to. What? Unfortun- I thought we just pressed a button. You know, it's right here next to my illustrate button and make <laughs> comic button. There's the make superhero button. Yeah, and what it does, it even records the podcast for us. And yeah, yeah. We've, we've got it all pre-recorded beforehand. Hmm. Welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Scam, where we scam you all out of <laughs> listens. Um, no, we actually have to be creative for this part. Aww. Jade Sars and Josh Randall, um, myself, Dean McKnight, will be um, the tip of the spear when it comes to our creative prowess. As I am always, being the best of the three. In terms Excuse of... Me? In terms of um, idea quality... Idea what? Quantity? What? Um, being able to take an idea and rework it into something better. I'm, I'm the Huey out of these three duck, uh, nephews. Yeah, well, I'm that new smart girl one. Webgale has always been a part of it. Webby, get with the program. Get with the program. Well, she's she's more pronounced now, I think. Okay, Webgale and. Dewey, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. I've never really thought that those three had much difference to them. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I was more of a tailspin guy than a ducktails guy. Well, oh well. <laughs> oh, well, pilot blue. Have you been reading any comics this week? Uh, I have been reading comics this week, as as every week. Um, I'm always reading comics. Uh, this week, <laughs> you make it sound so like, like you're like... all insecure. Like, <laughs> Reading comics. Hey, what, what are you going to say? I'm, I'm always reading comics. I'm, I'm not just taking I'll, things off my shelf, looking at them and thinking, yeah, I can recommend this. I'll have a beer. I always drink beer. I am a 21-year-old man. I, I'll, I'll take a toke on that sweet sig. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been token on in terms of sweet comics? I've been token. I've been taking in some sweet, sweet cotton in terms of... I've been Get going back out. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my... Uh, I'm back on the horror, going back to my horror roots though. Uh, I've gone back to one of the first horror manga that I read um, after like the Ito stuff. So I've mm. been reading I Am a Hero by Kengo Kanazawa. Oh. How have you not already recommended this? I was thinking this. I looked at the volume whilst I was reading it. I was thinking, wait, have I? I don't think I have talked about this series. Dang. Well, please do. I don't know how it's taken me this long to recommend it, really. Uh, but I Am A Hero is a zombie apocalypse manga. All about uh, this guy uh, who's a manga artist. Uh, his name is Hideo Suzuki. Um, he's a bit of a... Can I say a bit of a shit? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, it's a bit of like a, a mangaka shit. Yeah. Um, and one day he just wakes up and everything seems kind of a bit odd. Like There's a lot of fires going around. But it turns out zombies are happening, um, oh, no. and it's kind and it's basically this socially inept manga artist going through the zombie apocalypse with nothing but his firearm and most of the time just sheer luck. Um, Pretty much, like it bears to mention as well. Like he is going around, <clears throat> excuse me, he is going around with like a hunting rifle, but. He is like extremely stringent with the rules, even post uh, zombie apocalypse. So whenever anyone's like, just fucking shoot the guy. And he's like, no, I have to like load the gun in the proper way, keeping the ammunition dry. 
and like I have to get into the stands and breathe deeply. It's not just a simple case of shooting someone, mm. and everyone's done around him while he's doing all this. <laughs> it's great. Yes. Um. So you have something else? I was just gonna say that it's pretty much The Walking Dead if Rick Grimes was um a nerd. Uh... There's more to it. Mm. Like Josh, take back your recommendation. <laughs> um. Take- I can't really compare it to Walking Dead because I think I've watched like two episodes of it and didn't really like it. Um, <laughs> but what I but what I do like about um, I Am a Hero is the creeping horror. Mm. Um, mm. Hanazawa has this great stuff in terms of paneling and kind of it's almost it's pretty much like a flick book in places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of very choice scenes, at least in the first it's three or so volumes. Terrifying. That is very much like that. The best way you can describe it is, do you remember that old kind of Korean scrolling comic? Yes. <laughs> Where you scroll sc- <laughs> and you sc- scroll at your normal pace and then the comic scrolls for you and someone jumps out of the screen? Yeah. It's effectively that in manga form and yep. it works so damn well. It works well in terms of the quick stuff, but there's a, there's some really great scenes to do with a, a zombie baby in about volume two, kind of walking around a shrine. Oh... Yeah, there is. The baby's obviously crawling, so you don't really actually see the baby doing the damage, but you can kind of see the effects of it. And just the way that Hanazawa has portrayed it is so good. It's incredible top-tier uh, horror comic. Another thing I'd note is that it's the zombies are kind of weird. Like, yeah, they're not your typical zombies. They're very, um, they're still very human, but their skin is weirdly translucent and veiny. It's, oh, mm. it's like bulbous tangible yeah i i won't spoil it there's a very good there's very good creeping horror bit that results in a very good bendy zombie quite (laughs) early on into the manga i don't want to ruin it but that is it's so so good it's hella spoopy it's it's incredible that that's a a a triple triple power bomb of a recommendation Um, it does it does like i think it's pretty much ended now and it kind of does go off the rails quite crazily but like the early stuff and Hideo himself is consistent mm. and yeah it's still worth definitely worth a read and they're coming out really nice omnibus volumes at the moment mm. definitely definitely um jade have you been reading something a little bit more upbeat um actually i have thank uh, god <laughs> <laughs> um i've been reading again by mitsuro kubo um, mm. i picked up the first two volumes um and you may recognize the name because she's one of the co-creators of Yuri on Ice, which they don't neglect to mention several times on this book. <laughs> um, yeah, they know their audience, but I mean, I think Kubo's artwork is like alone is enough to sell this book. Um, it's really nice because she combines pencils with her inks, so it has this nice soft quality to it. Um, but it's about a boy who looks like a delinquent and has made no friends or done anything fun for his whole three years at high school. And on his graduation day, he falls down the stairs with one of his popular classmates and he goes back in time. Hence the title. Oh. Um, yeah, so he has the opportunity to do everything over. This isn't what I expected at all. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I wouldn't have uh, thought that that's what it was about from the cover because you've got this cheering girl on one and then this yelling delinquent on the other so i'm Mm. like hmm but yeah i i love time travel stories so i'm way in um but yeah this this character like he has the chance to do everything over 
but the dilemma is if he has the guts to because like he's his his big thing that he's been focused on is that he missed the opportunity the opportunity sorry to join the oendan which is the traditional cheering club and he knows for a fact that the dub the club is doomed um and the pushy captain is not making it easy for him to help revive it so it's it's like this contrast of him wanting to make a change but being too much himself still to do it like he's really shy and stuff um and it kind of annoyed me at first because i i actually found it really hard to get like a read on him like he's very complex um you know being 18 but then going back into the body of his 15 year old self makes for a complicated situation anyway yeah so he's like mature in some ways and then really clueless in others but then I'm confused because a lot of people like freak out because they're like, oh, he's a delinquent. He's got blonde hair, but he's also really calm and collected. So he's like, no, no, I'm not a delinquent. And then at other scenes, he'll just like snap and yell at people as if he is one. (laughs) So I'm like, which are you? (laughs) He's got layers. Yeah. But like, I think my favorite example of his true personality is when he finds out um, in the second volume that there's like a secret scheme by the cheerleaders to try and humiliate and end the Oendan club and instead of being upset he's actually overjoyed that there's been something exciting going on like right under my nose haha kind of thing (laughs) so that's I think the moment where I was like oh I see I get you now excellent Jade connecting with a high school delinquent it's it's worked I'm I want to read this now (laughs) well speaking of a delinquence um, I have something that combines that with something of my past it's a little comic called Anime Club by Casey Green, um, which is basically about a bunch of um, st- I dweebs. Stereo- <laughs> what a dweebs, bunch of nerds! <laughs> dweebs slash the worst kind of anime fan. Um, All of them. For four, four, <laughs> uh, four like four four of these guys. One of them's a little bit more green than the others. Just trying to watch anime in peace until uh, they lose their club room, which. Uh, sparks off the comic, in fact. And, well, you might recognize Casey Green because he did the the famous This Is Fine comic, and his his artwork sort of stands out um, with how it's, it tells a story. It's like a, an old Cartoon Network cartoon cartoon, like that kind of um, proportion shifting, like crazy cartoonish overexpression of faces. And it, it, it helps that the uh, the content is quite relatable as well if you've ever been uh, an anime fan or in contact with anime fans uh pro 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 facts josh and i used to run an anime society <laughs> in university please, so please don't. we've we've seen it all and let me tell you this is a good vertical slice of uh some of the people that you that you can get in an anime club but that it's, you do it's all- get face it <laughs> All these little yeah. childish dweebs calling each other pieces of shit because they don't like the latest hentai. Or people saying this XYZ is a masterpiece <laughs> when it's just like some dude masturbating for like 20 minutes in a hentai, like Jade said. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's incredible. Um, it's extremely funny. And I, I would recommend it, recommend it to anyone who has seen uh, any of the various memes of Casey's going around on the internet. Um, yeah. And not 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 as uh, lengthy or as wordy or as essay ish as mean, the other two recommendations. Sell. It's fucking hilarious. I can attest to that. There you go. And with that, I think it's about time we made our own 
hilarious, detestable thing ourselves. Okay. Or let, let's hope they didn't come out detestable because they are trying to be a superhero. Josh. I'm glad you're actually, I'm actually glad you went last with your recommendation because I can actually link it to your recommendation in some... Oh, really? Yeah, kind of way. Uh, I'm taking the little nug of anime and... Well, actually, we always talk about comics, so it's kind of anime and manga-based anyway. Mm. I guess so. Um, so what I've come up... What I've found today is... Um, not sure what the best way to go into it is. Um, Listen to your heart. Well, my heart is telling me... I wish I could remember the lyrics to this song because all I can remember is fighting evil by moonlight. <laughs> Winning, Winning love, love by, by daylight. daylight. Never running from a real fight. It's the What's Your Sailor Moon attack name Yeah. generator. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Fun fact, I actually showed Dean Sailor Moon episode one in the old uh, DIC dub recently. Oh. It was incredible. <laughs> there was a girl called like like Tracy in it. Um. <laughs> That was a, a very well-spoken cat. 10 out of 10. Mm. So yeah, this is the What's Your Sailor Moon Attack Name generator. It's, it's a three-parter, this generator. It's, it's, it's a classic as well because it needs our input. Yes. Um, so basically, first letter of your name, first letter of your middle name, and first letter of your last name. Who would like to go first? Jade does. Wait, I, no, I need to think about which middle name to use. <laughs> oh. Well, do you, do you want to go well, last and we can potentially use all of them? Oh god, go on. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, right. I tell you what, I'll go. Okay. It's pretty easy. Uh I'm D D M M. D M M. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this this went dark. Uh did it? Your attack name is Dead Princess Scream. Oh. Oh that's yeah, that's morbid. not pleasant. That's yeah, morbid is a good word, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. I'm a dead princess scream. Oh, that's Goodness. horrible. Josh, what are you? Um, I am JCR. So I am Starlight Aqua Typhoon. See, that sounds like a, a Kingdom Hearts character. It does, doesn't it? Mainly because <laughs> dance, I think what it a is. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will use each one of Jade's middle names <laughs> okay, in this attack. So what is it, the first letter or...? So we need the first letter of your first name yeah. and then all of the letters of each of your no, middle names. No. Yes. No. Yes. It must it must be done. And if look, if the worst comes to worst, we can just cut out a couple of ones that don't sound as good. Um we're we're not strangers to twisting. Okay, so, a so the name first generator. letter of the first letter of all my middle names. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so obviously we've got Jade, which is J, which is Starlight. Yeah, and then P P E B S. Okay, if you've got two P's, then we can only do yeah, one. Yeah, we'll of take those. one of those out. Okay, so P is spiral. What was the next one? Uh, e. Last smoking. <laughs> B. Violin. S. Gorgeous. Okay, so it is starlight, spiral, last smoking violin, gorgeous rhapsody. Oh, that's pretty Less good. Last smoking violin, gorgeous rhapsody. If you take off the other bits, because those are too similar to your one. So we'll get rid of starlight and spiral. Yeah. And you want to go with last smoking. Last smoking violin. Wait. The smoke. smoking violin, gorgeous rhapsody. Excellent, love it. That's that's um, solid. <laughs> that I think that might be one of our very rare quadruple barrel superhero <laughs> names. You know, gorgeous rhapsody kind of sounds like it would be the bit that's in italics that would go under like the main title, the smoking violin. <laughs> that, um, gorgeous that, rhapsody. That, that works. So. <laughs> 
Well, that's like flipping the name around a little bit. So the the hero would be less smoking violin with the subtitle Gorgeous Rhapsody. Yeah, I guess that would be their attack. Are we? Sorry, I just kind of hijacked. I just like the name so much. What were yours again? Um, Dean's was Dead Princess Scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine was Starlight Aqua Typhoon. <laughs> I think Jade won. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think this, oh, okay. this is a case of like quantity over quality here. <laughs> um, but we like to say that creativity is a bit like digging. Sometimes Do we? we like to say that... Dean likes to say that <laughs> creativity is sometimes a bit like digging. Like if you're more skilled, you know where to dig and how to dig. But sometimes you have to dig, dig long and hard to find your um, your little diamond in the rough. Sometimes you don't have to dig at all. You just have to dust it off. And in this case, we had many shovels digging in many ways <laughs> and we found our less smoking violin. We, we were very, very lucky, I also think, because there were a lot of, not duds, but they could have taken us on a completely different um, path, let's say. Is I think we're lucky, us- lucky that violin and rhapsody ended up mm. together in a name. Um, if, if any of us had the last name beginning with T, it would have been uterus. <laughs> Is there anyone okay. in Sailor Moon that has an attack with uterus in it? Uh, it well, I think what's crazier is that it ends in uterus. So it could have been like... Spiral <laughs> uterus. Burning, love-smoking uterus. <laughs> Take that back. If you if you had your name as B-E-T, it would have been burning, love-smoking uterus. Oh, boy. Well, let's get back to the smoking violin. Let's, yes. let's bet ourselves a character from this Sailor Moon attack name. So the smoking violin is quite like a, a poignant, poignant name because mm-hmm. it sort of reminds me of the classic Jimi Hendrix scene of him lighting his guitar on fire and fanning, willing the flames up in a fit of passion. Cool. Um, what, if, what if they played their violin so hard that the strings almost caught on fire? I like that. What if that gave them fire-based abilities because they played the violin so hard that they became one with music and fire. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That that's a yes for that that idea. I mean that that works. I mean, do we want to uh, quickly brainstorm any other potentials? Not to say that's a bad idea, because obviously I kind of brainstormed it. But um, <laughs> um, if we want to, do we want to go anywhere else, or do we wanna immediately go for this? Well, I'm sure there's some potential here. The smoking violin. Um, you know, we we haven't had a brainstorm like this. Um, a a, a good old thought cloud. Um, the smoking violin. Well, they're also gorgeous rhapsody as well. So maybe it could be a, it could be a ghost. Well, I was thinking gorgeous rhapsody would be like their ultimate move because it sounds like an ultimate move. Mm. Well, remember we have to link this into superheroism as well. Mm-hmm. So, like gorgeous rhapsody sounds like sort of like a crowd soothing attack. Perhaps it could be used for um like right situations or for I wasn't thinking that at all like rhapsody to me sounds more like you know something really loud and energetic and full of like crescendos and whatnot so like a gorgeous rhapsody would be like a brilliant show oh okay that would attract <gasps> a lot of attention if they're the smoking maybe they can like generate fireworks as well to go along with the rhapsody mm-hmm, yeah I'm I am two for two <laughs> I mean, like, if they've got fire powers from the violin, then thereby they could create explosions that are like 
fireworks. How about this then? One last brainstorm from Demon or, Knight. Oh, from from you, because I think I might have another one. Oh no, you go, Josh. Okay, um, I'm gonna pitch a detective. Okay. Now we've been down this road, but go on. Have we? Oh wait. Well, it Inspector... was in the doomed episode. No, oh, Inspector okay. Non-existent was also a. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. C- continue yes. though. Um, because I for some reason when I thought of smoking violin, I almost thought of like smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I was thinking of some sort of galactic just for the Galactic Rhapsody part, almost being a description of the story that they're telling. Okay. That when they start to get, like, a... um, When they start to, like, pull together all of the clues and to solve, like, a murder, Mm -hmm. suddenly they have to start playing the violin to try and help them kind of put all the pieces together. And they kind of play it so much that it starts smoking. And as it starts smoking, that means they've got it right. Isn't that Sherlock Holmes? I was literally just thinking, so this is a person that solves crimes and plays the violin very loudly to help them think. Do they go to their mind palace while they play the violin? Cancel this <laughs> immediately. I'm putting an end to it. Let's go back to fireworks and musicians. Man, it happens I also though. thought about the fact that smoking and gorgeous are tied together as the same word, essentially, because smoking... And gorgeous mean, you know, hot. It is smoking with ending in an, an apostrophe, which does lend itself quite well to smoking. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. classy. Um, so it could be to do with good looks as well. Mm. Some sort of um, Jessica Rabbit-ass character who's uh, <laughs> actually quite intelligent and has flame powers and is also Excuse a Excuse me, are you inferring uh, that Jessica, Jessica Rabbit, Rabbit was intelligent? Wasn't... <laughs> Don't even come into that. <laughs> Two Jessica Rabbit stands right here, just like, you, fucking excuse me? You dare besmirch her name. I accidentally tripped over a sexist pebble in the road. I do apologize. She's just drawn that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some sort of Jessica Rabbit-ass character that's allowed to be intelligent. Just is. She, she Yeah, she just is. Some Jessica... Look, just, just because someone marries a cartoon rabbit doesn't mean that they're silly, Dean. <laughs> Look, sh- he he makes her laugh, okay? I know how powerful a force that can be. Anyway, mm-hmm. so a very beautiful lady is also a violinist who also solves crimes with fire powers? Yes. Mm. And that's... So a- I'm, I'm thinking, like, depending on how they play the violin, and correct me if I'm wrong, we may have approached this slightly with other music-based heroes, but, like... Depending on how she plays the violin, different fire attacks happen. So Gorgeous Rhapsody is like her big finish. Mm. Okay, so like uh, the violin is a literal weapon in this then. Mm. I like that. Um, I was very tempted, I tell you what, to be all like, maybe the violin's the hero. But I think we've done that like 80 times in the 51 <laughs> episodes that we've done this. And so. also it, very t- it does touch on a old idea I had when I was but a wee young lad about a... Violin who transforms into a Watson-esque sidekick. Well, there you go. <laughs> Again with the Sherlock Holmes, man. Like, I mean, yeah. we could... Whoa, 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 whoa. We could have... Okay, so here's two ideas. The one I had okay. before you said that and the one I had after. First mm-hmm. one, the violin should be like... It should look um, like charcoal grey as if it's constantly been burned. Oh, and it has that like nice crackly texture to it as well. Yeah, mm. like it's almost got a 
fine dust covering it because it's just constantly being set on fire. Like one you find in like Fallout or something. Yeah, it's a special violin. Like uh, Les Mokin uh, mm. has been, you know, uh, maintaining it so that it doesn't, you know, crumble into dust. Of course. Lots of lacquer. Um, yeah. Um, and the second idea was... Why don't we make it a talking violin? <gasps> yeah, yeah. Or a, or a singing violin. How about that? You're gonna I mean, have, why not? You're going to have to sell this extremely hard for me to be convinced. Well, Josh already did, like, a Watson-esque sidekick. Dean, shall I describe you a scene that I once had in, with this character? Go on. Oh, no. It had a main detective swinging... A violin after in the middle of like some sort of massive criminal enterprise they were playing music for them at like a restaurant <laughs> and they and, and they swung the violin and as they swung the violin a massive foot came jumping straight out the violin and kicking someone were you watching solia at the time <laughs> oh well no no i wasn't but i was probably around that age uh T- 2004 was it I think I th- mm. I find the idea that the the hero managed to slip inside this criminal organization so well that they okay i'll compromise how about this there was a spirit of fire in this violin it had to be a ghost with you didn't it well you want a talking violin i mean that's (laughs) pretty like it could be like a cogsworth type kind of thing yeah but that's still kind of like magic okay let me get my idea out so (laughs) it there there was a spirit of fire in it but now it's trapped inside Le Smokin's fireplace after she saves its life um, by creating like a bigger fire for it than the violin. And now mm-hmm. it's kind of like a Zordon-esque character where it talks from the fireplace and says, there's crime happening. That's in- useless to her out and about. Unless it can jump into the violin, then. It can't jump into the violin, but maybe it can lend like power to the violin or something. Like bits of itself. Maybe you can like put a log on the violin and then <laughs> use that as fuel. What do you think? I'm sorry. Back up. Do you think violins are powered somehow by um wood? Do you think violins should um be powered by spirits? No, we never said that. We said it's a talking violin. We never said it had a spirit <laughs> in it. Technically, can't all violins speak to us? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. Could you imagine them? trying to solve a crime and they're talking to each other but in order for them to talk the smoking has to play the violin and it kind of brings out like the sentences as they're playing them <laughs> well it's like, it's like... <laughs> i don't think this is the way <laughs> no no no. we, we need you to we need you to, to uh like speed up what they're saying about so they'll start like go, like quickly to like strumming it it's like well i think we should do this and then <laughs> <laughs> they just go plunk 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 yeah i i just I don't like the talking violin, but it's a collaborative process. So if if I'm gonna be voted two two to one, then I'm not gonna be a roadblock. I will. Could it come from a talking orchestra? And it's the only one left after a terrible fire. <gasps> I like that. I like that a lot. I'm sorry, Dean. I'm over <laughs> outvoting you. Sorry. It's that's that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 back on board. So this story is the quest to find the person that destroyed the orchestra. Hmm. Um, okay, but we need an ongoing crim- criminal element to this. So yeah, that the, pers- the fucking arsonist. So we're fighting fire with fire? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's not unheard of. 
in like forest fires, maybe. Um, how about there was a fire at this orchestra, and the smoking, the uh, refined, beautiful woman that she is, is att- in attendance, um, taking in the arts naturally. The the fire happens, but um, uh, the 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 violin does get burnt and whatnot. But perhaps there are other survivors of that attack, and now. Uh, they're on the hunt for these other instruments before the criminals get them. Mm. I would say yes, but I'm also... I don't want to step on the toes of, like, our jolly alligator stuff. Oh, no, I mean... I mean, I mean, obviously, they, there's something... There's obviously quite a wide crevice between talking violin and... Talking experimented animals. Yeah. Hmm. But as though there's almost like a monster of the week potential... Yeah. I much prefer the violin being the last one left. Okay. So it's more revenge than a capturing or finding story. It, need, it needs to be heroic, I don't, though. I don't want to... I think we might have to have the fire be a spirit. I'm, I'm, Hello? I think, we, I, I think we might have to go with one of Dean's ideas, Jade. I'm very sorry. How so? Explain how. What happens if the fire spirit was used to burn the orchestra? by, And it was used by someone else. Oh, and what happened with La Smokin is they've got a bit of this power. So, in fact, when they come up against the villain, they're powerless because they got their power from them. What? Okay, no. I think. I oh. think. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I think Josh may be overcomplicating things a little bit. Let's keep that it. That sounds like me. You trying to twist and turn and not this story with your 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 kicking violence, but let's keep this simple. So perhaps. Um, uh, the violin itself was used to burn the rest of the instruments, which maybe can be a little bit of a twist we can throw in there later. Um, but there, it's a simple investigatory search for revenge, search for justice for the smoking, search for who killed the rest of these instruments for the violin. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying the violin used their firepower to destroy the orchestra? Or maybe they were, maybe they were used in the same way that a smoking can use it as well. You know, maybe it was okay. just used. You know, Jafar grabs the lamp. Uh, Genie, my first wish is to fuck over these dudes. That kind of deal. Question: um, Is this violin Les Smokin's original violin? Because I'm assuming she was part of the orchestra. Oh, I I didn't think she was part of the orchestra. Oh, I thought. Um, I think it's probably better. Mm. I think it's better Either... if she wasn't, because then. She can happen across it. Maybe she's learning how to play the violin at the same time as well. That's what I was just thinking. Like, could the she's learning how to play the violin and use her powers at the same time, or it could be better if she's actually been in the orchestra and now she's learning how to use the violin along with the powers. I've got an idea. Wait, how could she have been in the orchestra and now be learning to play the violin? Um, I mean, in terms of using the violin as a weapon. Oh, okay. So she knows how to play the violin, but she doesn't know how to use it as a weapon. Or maybe it yes. takes a lot of skill to use it. Yeah. But how about this for an idea? Um, I think we need to go beyond this orig- origin story, but like one last thing. What happens if the violin is like burnt and like turned into basically charcoal in this uh, accident? But what if also uh, the smoking gets like burnt and a little bit um, like, or very badly injured as well but comes back from that and mm. so like they have quite a bit of motiva- motivation for 
not only justice but revenge as well. Can then, she be resistant to fire? I'd really like that. I think she'd be resistant to fire afterwards. Like uh, that or her body can like become part of the fire as part of her powers or something. Ooh, I like that last one. Then mm, she... I was considering something similar. Okay. At one point I wasn't sure if the smoking was the fire spirit. Okay, mm. right. We, we've, we've got our basic... But we are, we're overcomplicating it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so the simple fact is she, she was in the orchestra, this fight happens... Um, she loses her actual violin and picks up this other violin that's left because it's the yeah. only one. Oh yeah, maybe someone across the way, like another violinist, can look shifty, and then this whole thing happens. Mm. Okay, right. We need um, some middle stuff now. So there's a bank heist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, fire perimeter. L- one long drawn out note eee, sets up a long ring. Okay. Around the bank. Mm-hmm. And then you want to send some little little fireballs at their butts, like blink, blink, uh, blink. Th- th- they, w- they won't be like fireballs. They'll be like, I wish I paid attention to what musical notes were. <laughs> but like, you know that the round ones, little stick, little flick. <laughs> yes, I know the one you mean. <laughs> I yeah. get it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, So it could be like that. So they could kind of like plink and then like the musical notes are like, the world is the music sheet canvas i got uh, you yes, yes. Um, well kind described of like moves, yeah and it kind of moves up and down and then they kind of move along and then they plonk against the criminals but butts. then you can say butts you can say they oh yeah sorry it specifically it singes their butt uh, what else what else does the smoke can do well maybe um after she's like plucked a little bit at the uh, the butts maybe she can go in for the the breach but before then, she needs to sort of hit the lights. So perhaps, like she does a little, some sharper notes to knock out the lights with these. What about uh, notes. like a, and it's like a whip, like a little fire whip Ooh. that smashes the bulbs. Oh yes, I like that. So like a, mm-hmm. smash, smash, smash. But then like it starts burning up, sort of like your Chernobyl thing, like a. And then she starts coming in, like like maybe um, with all the lights out in the the bank itself. All you see from the windows is like uh, more intense fire, mm. which which like creates that great like eerie um, pride rock ass atmosphere. Great. But then like the doors blast open open with like hot um, ash air or like embers, uh, like a, a pyroclasm, like a pyroclasm whatever the fuck that is um that's, that's like the big bit of like a volcano oh you learned something today um mm. so that happens blows open the doors and then she comes in like and then like she's basically like riding the fire and she's like i'm gonna kick your ass now or some something a little bit more dramatic than that so she's playing but she's also like dodging ducking and weaving and yeah sending attacks flying at them mm. yeah mm. i like that she- could she actually? I've mentioned the music canvas sheet. Mm-hmm. Could she like send out like all those lines and then kind of like start walking up them like stairs? Yes. Oh. And also, I'm just wondering, as it's a bank heist, there's a lot of paper money. Is she going to care about the money? Because obviously, people are stealing it. But if she, depending on how crazy she goes, she might burn it. I think this is a slightly privileged hero. So, being as she's in the orchestra, let's be real. <laughs> Very hard for underprivileged people to join the orchestra. <laughs> so, she's, she's made it, yeah. Yeah, she's like very upper class, or maybe like upper end of middle class. Mm. 
So she doesn't worry about money and she's being a little bit selfish in that she's maybe not thinking about collateral damage. So she'll protect mm-hmm. people in front of her. But then she's like, oh, whoops, singed some money. I don't know whose money that is. It doesn't really bother me. Uh, they'll just make more. Like, it's not my money. <laughs> How about a villain then? Because um, I feel like this could benefit perhaps not from a rogues gallery. <gasps> oh, the gasp, the telltale gasp. Dead princess scream. Ha 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 ha! Excellent. Uh, uh, uh. An, an opera singer from the orchestra who died. <gasps> Boom! Oh, I like it very much. <laughs> That's great. So yes, they they were playing in the opera, and this um, this this other person playing the princess. They died in this fire, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. Like, could you even imagine like, at, oh, this is a, this is kind of a grim image, but like. As they died, they let out the scream, and that's oh. almost like they put their whole soul and heart and soul into the scream. Oh, excellent! Um, so yeah, that's Dead Princess scream. What cool. What would they look like? I imagine quite ethereal, probably kind of. You mean like a ghost? Sounds, you once again, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm thinking very Marie Antoinette ish. So like perhaps mm. the the costume they were wearing for the performance is now how they look as their spirit. Imagine Mary Antoinette, but made of ash. Yeah, but I'm thinking Whoa. like the um, the wig the, of that style, it's like, you know, the, hmm. the ice cream cone curls yeah. and then hmm. a huge curl on top, which can look quite a lot like a big flame. Oh, Ooh, yes. Because I'm thinking this villain must tie into whoever started the fire as well, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So her spirit would be very flame-like as well. I think so. Like yeah. that magical flame has sort of imbued, imbued something onto her, perhaps. Yeah, like she's, she's living on through, through this ethereal flame. Hmm. It's, it's got me wondering, like, was the whole point of killing this orchestra as some sort of like sacrifice? Ooh. And it's, and it's kind of brought on the whole idea of spirits coming into the world and kind yeah. of imbuing violins or take <laughs> taking like the souls of other Could orchestra that... people oh okay what if it's a plan that went horribly wrong mm-hmm. so the sacrifice was supposed to give our arsonist whoever they may be um a an instrument imbued with power but accidentally it ended up in the violin mm. which wasn't what they were intending and when our violinist Blasmoken comes along and picks it up that's when you see the dodgy arsonist another violinist run out okay because they they fucked up mm. i like this and it wasn't it's not the actually they're not a violinist they're they can't play a violin so they're like this is useless to me oh okay so so like maybe they play a fucking tuba or something i don't know <laughs> what if it's the conductor no it needs to be someone that plays an instrument yeah and also we've already used a conductor as a villain before yes we have in Iridium Cherry Blossom. Yeah. Look at you, Josh, with the fucking BBRP <laughs> knowledge. Um, <laughs> he needs that knowledge. Yeah, it's going to get, get used to some point. coming soon. Mm. Okay, I like this. So, basically, this guy has broken the seal and let spirits and the ethereal into this city. Mm-hmm. Or set. We don't really talk much about the setting. Um, we don't need to. No, I think just a city is fine. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't need to be some kind of crazy musical-themed city. No. Excellent. Um, and the spirits are running rampant. They it's, it's, it's your Ghostbusters situation. Some of them are looking benevolent. Some of them are angry. Some of them are lashing out. 
poltergeists, ghosts, um, spectres, mm. the whole shebang. But it's up. But the only thing that can harm these spirits is, is the, the smoke flames. flames. Yeah, it's a special fire. Like it doesn't. Shall we say it doesn't hurt people that she doesn't want to hurt? It's like mm. that Akatsuki shit in Naruto. Well, I didn't get to that, so... Is it kind of like a bluish flame? <laughs> it's that flame that can burn other flames, which is just like... Okay. <laughs> just I wonderful. was thinking more just like she can surround like a group of hostages and the villains can't touch it, but the hostages can. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then... So so the, so the this... Uh, we'll call them the arsonist for now. Mm-hmm. We'll call um, them burning the smoking uterus. <laughs> No, we won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> come up with another fucking name. What was your character's name? Um, I'm not sure if mine will really work. It was um, Starlight Aqua Typhoon, which is obviously mm. quite quite off mark yeah. thematically, and it's, qu- and it's yeah, and it's kind of completely opposite of yeah. our smoking fire hero. Okay, yeah, never mind then. Um, right, we'll just the villain. I, mean, uh, I don't hold the list. Mm, mm, no, I, I, was, I, was trying, I was trying to spin it around like do J R C J or something, but Shine Aqua Blaster is that's just a Mega Man character. I, I think no, I think that's a Mega Man weapon. Um. <laughs> I was just going to say that this villain has through their sacrificial burning in order to somehow bind a spirit to a vi- uh, an instrument of their choice. Hmm. They've, are you saying they've accidentally unleashed lots of spirits? I think so. I think that could be okay. quite cool. Like burning open a hole in reality. So what was their goal? I think we need to cover that. Uh, their goal was to imbue an ins- instrument with um, magical ghostly fire in order to become very powerful. Oh, then perhaps when La Smokin finds some of these other spirits in an attempt to either defeat them if they're being like very damaging or just capture them if they're you know lost spirits hmm. we could also run into this arsonist again because they're like well I'll just capture one of these other spirits for my instrument hmm. we need to pick an instrument for them uh, record it record <laughs> <laughs> French horn that's not very intimidating uh, does it does it I mean, Have you yeah, heard a recorder, Jay? That's that's just the fucking worst. Sweep! <laughs> Piccolo. We we can either yeah we can either go like something like a clarinet, or we can go like crazy like cello. As someone who played clarinet for many years, I can tell you it's not intimidating. <laughs> what? Well. What if? Okay, watch Dean bring this whole shit full circle. Go on. What if the arsonist was trying to trap uh, the spirit? into an electric guitar in order to live out their dreams of being a rock star. <laughs> a la... I failed you, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. I'm not hearing her from Jade. I'm taking well, Wait, sorry. Were you, no, were you saying the villain is Jimi Hendrix? Or did you say that he just <laughs> wants to be like Jimi Hendrix? Wants to be like... Jimi Hendrix oh, okay. was an angel on Earth. So, you know, he, he's fine. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't the orchestra notice just a, an electric guitar hanging about... Well, no, that's the thing. Some orchestras do have, like, modern instruments in them. Very true. I was wondering, like, as soon as I said that, like, what if it was a special performance where the opera has, like, has special instruments involved? It could be a newly written opera. Mm-hmm. One of them, the modern operas. 
You know, something very um, fifth element. Exactly. Mm. Unperformable. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why it's so special and everyone comes to see it and it draws such a huge crowd that they believe they can crack open a cold, hard spirit world into this guitar and become a rock star and be very selfish about it. Mm -hmm. Because what's more metal than a guitar filled with damned souls? And fire. That is is incredibly metal. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I guess... See, if we had more time, I would try and, like, thematically round this off in terms of, like, the smokes. And actually, let's, ha- let's have let, a little... Cool- let's try it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got time. The smokes. Who is the smoke? I know it's right at the end. We should have really done this, like, <laughs> 20 minutes well, ago. Well, I think they're quite simple. They play the violin. They're a very good-looking, very um, well-put-together member of the orchestra. Hmm. And the main reason for them deciding to, you know, take the take up this violin with powers is because a they're the only violinist left, and so they feel that it falls to them to get revenge oh for the people who were burned alive. Oh my god! <laughs> I would say not everyone in the orchestra was burned. Like some got out, yeah. but quite a few of her friends perhaps died. And that's why mm-hmm. they take up the mantle to. Mm-hmm. Um, crack down and maybe they they're the ones who sort of saw the arsonist like run out as well Mm. Uh, maybe uh, because they're the only one to see this and maybe the um the police and the fire department aren't taking this as seriously as she she might think they think it's an accident but she knows it's arson they didn't believe her she takes things into her own hands yeah she's literally the only one Mm. going after the arsonist Mm. nice excellent and that works um I think I think we're going to call it there because Well we could well well we could cover the last fight perhaps. Mm, well, I'd say what um don't don't say give it to the listeners. Let the listeners decide <laughs> on the last <laughs> no. fight. They never do, Dean. For God's do, sake, do they listeners. get do they get a spirit? Are you guys all like writing fan fiction and not telling us cuz I would like to read these. Um If I go to AO3 and there's <laughs> I I'm I'm still waiting on the Jimmy frog Page moth. frogs and frog. I'm still in on my Frogmoth fan fiction. It's been like nearly a year. Where is it? It's been over a year, hasn't it? I'd say uh, what, Josh, no, I'll write some for you. It was episode three, so in a couple of weeks it'll be like a year, I think. Holy shit. Thank you all so much for listening to us create a fiery violin and a fiery woman to wield the fiery violin. Um, uh, if you need... Well, not if you need. Uh, if you want to support us... Well, actually, no, not if you want to. Please support us. There you uh, go. Well, you, can, you can do that by... Uh, Get in, in contact on iTunes or your preferred podcasting platform. Uh, leave us a review. Whichever name you stick in, we will churn through the hero generator. Like you like could have actually today? been, yeah, you could have actually been the villain to us Sailor Moon attack name generator. It's very true. Like imagine that you. I mean, I mean, I do kind of hope that you were named like Bob Edward Thompson, so I could Stop have got burned. <laughs> so I could have got a burning uterus, but Not you didn't turn time. up, did you, Bob? Didn't turn up. <laughs> Um, Where were you, Bob? But yeah, so if you leave that, you could be- you you too can become a hero, as I believe someone often says on this. Uh, a wise man once said. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, we also have our Twitter, bbr underscore podcast. We'll post up sweet pics from our recommendations, and on Fridays we'll get some more sweet pics in terms of Jade's illustration. Just the one sweet pic. I'm not a machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, as well. 
next episode will be episode 52, which will mark one whole year of being bitten by a radioactive podcast. Jeez. It's, and I just, I just want to point out one fact that we've done 52, it will be 52 episodes by that point with no breaks, with uh, all three of us for every episode delivered no, on time. I don't, I don't think we even had a break around Christmas. I think we still managed to release one, like, even if it was a we day did. later, we still did yeah. it. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that out there for a start. But, um, <laughs> Josh is planning something very special for us, so oh god, don't don't hype it up because now no, I know we're I'm, hyping now I'm a... it. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, get hyped uh, and look forward to that next week for our. Send him lots of encouraging comments. You know, like honestly, if I just got like one piece of Frogmoth fan fiction <laughs> in my inbox, it'd probably psych me up enough to go even further than I probably already am. So <laughs> please, please, please look forward to that and tune in for our one year anniversary. Where you will be bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean, dances like the flames, McKnight. I'm Jed Sarson, my brain's not working today, I can't come up with something else. And I'm Josh, the burning, the smoking uterus, Randall. Stop it. <laughs> Josh has ruined this episode once again. Thank you so much. See you on our birthday. Ooh. Directive podcast is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and me, Josh Randall. Uh, this episode was all edited up by me, and seeing that we do all the other stuff in the show now, all that's left for me to say is we'll see you next week for another episode.